Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7, and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck, and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to the second episode of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. I firstly wanted to thank you guys all so, so much for all your love and support and shares of the show. It literally meant the world to me, and I am so, so grateful. So thank you. So let's dive into episode two today, which is My Stressful Gift. The main focus will be around stress-related illness, how your body is unable to deal with chronic stress without having an adverse effect on your immunity. And I also wanted to share my story and how stress impacted my health. I see it now as a gift and it definitely brought me here to create this podcast and it has also helped me coach women through stressful jobs or stresses that they have experienced during their life. I also wanted to share a couple of steps that I took to get better and these steps you have full control over so there is no excuses not to implement them today. So if you're a modern woman and you're going through a chronic illness right now this episode is definitely for you. So let's start off with a little bit of science. Your body has this amazing defense mechanism which is your fight and flight response. It's an incredible tool to protect you from any threats that you come in contact with. However, once the threat is over, your body should have the ability to turn that response off. However, when your body is under a lot of stress, your body actually gets stuck in that state and it makes it incredibly difficult to come back to this nice relaxation state that we should be in most of the time. When that happens, you get this massive influx of cortisol and cortisol is that stress hormone that in high levels starts weakening your immunity, leading to illness that actually disrupts your body's function. So some of the common symptoms of this are memory impairment, depression, anxiety, certain skin conditions, your ability to get that full night's sleep weight gain leading to obesity, heart disease, some digestive issues and also a lot of different type of autoimmune type symptoms. So 
that is where my story started. I didn't deal with stress very well. And all I can remember is being in that state 24 seven. I literally had no off button. I was on all the time and didn't actually know what it was like to be in a relaxed state. I think the only time I was ever relaxed was while I was sleeping. I was the average 20 year old. I always work really hard. I maintained a very busy social life and I always needed to have things sorted. I needed to know where I was going next. Everything was always planned. And so after high school, I studied science at Monash. I majored in physiology and I absolutely loved it. I definitely had this appreciation of the body and how it can heal itself and the things that it does while we're not even thinking about the things that it needs to do. And eventually I decided that I wanted to do more study and I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. And somehow I fell into radiation therapy and I started my master's um, by the second year. It was only a two year course. I started my internship. I was commuting 140 kilometers each day. I was doing placement. I had three units on top of that. I was working on publishing my mini thesis and I had an absolutely gorgeous senile dog that needed care all the time and he was getting up twice a night and I definitely wasn't sleeping and I think that was one of the biggest problems. Um, And I shared, even though I shared that drive with one of my close girlfriends, I didn't realize all the things that I was doing that were keeping me in that fight or flight response. So in my last year, the main focus was really doing really well and getting a job. And I finished my intern year and there were no jobs. Um, Radiotherapy is really competitive and it can be really difficult to get a job in. So I ended up doing some contract work that went on for probably about four and a half months. And eventually a contract came up where I had done my internship. And so the stress turned from getting a job to getting made permanent because I was only on a contract. And within a couple of months, I got made permanent. And then the stress turned to proving yourself and showing that you were a competent allied health professional, which was super stressful at the time. Um, I'm definitely an all or nothing person. So I was giving a lot of my energy to my patients. And I remember someone saying to me, you need to rein that in a little bit. Otherwise, you're not going to survive in this profession. And I guess that's sort of what happened. I just burnt myself out. So not long after getting that job, I it was probably right before Christmas or just after Christmas, I started feeling really unwell. I just felt really faint. I had a lot of abdominal discomfort. I felt dizzy. I felt headachey. And I remember being out at a lunch with a couple of colleagues. We used to go on a Friday, every second Friday for an hour lunch. And I remember eating and suddenly I just got this flush and I just, I didn't know what was going on. I felt really hot. I felt like I was going to be sick. And I ended up going home that day and my mom actually took me into emergency. I was just feeling so, so like, I can't even explain it. I was just feeling really unwell and it was something that I had never experienced before. So this went on for about two weeks. I had the two weeks off. Um, 
I lost a little bit of weight, but eventually I started to feel a little bit better. I still had some little niggling things um, sticking around. But anyway, I went on back to work um, like nothing really had happened. Fast forward a year and it was roughly this roughly the same type uh, sorry around the same time of year so it was about November December I woke up one morning and I literally could not get up I had the sweats I actually couldn't feel my right leg I know it sounds really bizarre I felt nauseated headachey I was so fatigued um and if someone literally paid me to get out of bed I literally would not be able to do it And so I went straight to my GP and my GP was actually away at the time. So I had to see someone else and he was a blessing in the skies in the long term. Um, And I'm so grateful to him for all his patience. But he really sat down with me, went through all my symptoms and said to me, "Okay, let's start doing some tests and you need to have some time off. and that was really it. I had loads of blood tests. I had obviously my um, half my body scanned because I was just feeling so unwell. And I guess there was a lot of frustration around the fact that I was meant to be at my peak. I was such an energetic person before this. Um, how can this really happen to me? And progressively, I started losing more weight and by the time that a lot of the tests were done, I had lost 10% of my body weight. Um, so really, I was just feeling pretty lousy. Um, and even though I was super anxious about what was wrong, all I could worry about was losing my job. Looking back on that, I would never put my job in front of my health. That is just so ridiculous looking at it now because if you don't have your health, you can't actually do your job. So I really had my priorities a little bit backwards in and my expectations. Um, so my GP had done all these tests. Most of them were coming back normal. And so he started sending me off to specialists. So I saw every specialist under the sun, a gastroenterologist, a neurologist, gynecologist, a rheumatologist, and the list went on. Every day that I had off, I was literally at another doctor's appointment. And the amounts of money that I spent doing all this was just crazy. And I was still sleeping so, so much. I literally would get home from work at six and I wouldn't even eat dinner because my I didn't feel hungry and my body didn't feel like it needed food. And I'd literally be asleep by 6.30, wake up the next day and I could have kept sleeping for the rest of the day really if, if I could. And so my GP said, you really need to take time off. But Of course, I knew slightly better and I was still worried about my job because jobs were so hard to come across. So I ended up speaking to my bosses and they were fabulous. And I ended up going four days a week. So working four days a week rather than five, just to make all those appointments and to actually take time out. And in hindsight, it wasn't really time out because I was running around from one appointment to the other. So, and they sort of couldn't quite figure out what was wrong. Um, So finally, I ended up at a neurologist and he was actually the last specialist that I saw. And he examined me and he said to me, 
You know, we see people like you all the time who are real high achievers, who don't rest. Um, and obviously you've come in contact with some type of virus and someone who looks after themselves will recover from that virus really well. And those people that are already really run down will get all these weird autoimmune symptoms and they won't be able to recover just purely because of the fact that they're already run down. So I just needed really someone like him to be straightforward with me. And even though in the end, I never found out what was wrong at the time, I literally, my health was just in such a bad state and I can't stress enough. And I do believe that it was as a result of the fact that I didn't look after myself and I was just stressed all the time and didn't know how to actually manage my stress. So one of the first things I did was I changed my mindset really. I worked with a life coach which worked at the meditation place where I used to do my meditative practice and really you can't always be prepared for a stressful event but you do have that control of the way you look at it and your perspective towards it. Obviously, different events have a different severity of how stressful or not stressful they are. And life will always have its ups and downs. Sometimes people will look at other people and they think that their life is perfect. I can guarantee that no one's life is perfect. And one of my favorite all-time quotes is, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. So whenever bad things happen straight away, we're like, why is this happening to me? Well, why is it not happening to you? I mean, whatever the situation, the things that happen to you, there's always a silver lining behind it. And you need to trust that what is happening has a way of working out and it's not forever and things will actually get better. So the next thing I needed to really work on was obviously my mind and calming my mind. I didn't really know what meditation was. Like, I guess I knew what it was to some degree. And people used to laugh at me when I started meditating. Um, and But really, it was such an amazing experience. And it probably took me a good four and a half months to actually be able to quieten the mind. Um, when I first started, I had like a billion thoughts running through my head. And meditation has actually been proven to relieve autoimmune and chronic illness symptoms and lessen them. So every, I used to go to meditation on Monday night. So every Monday night, I used to go to this meditation I used to fall asleep usually by about halfway because I was just so exhausted and I always remember waking up by my meditation teacher just tickling my feet because I was just in this ridiculously deep sleep and because when you meditate that releases serotonin which is your happy hormone it definitely improves your chemical composition of your whole body and that's why meditation is so so powerful and I'm so grateful to one of my bestest friends who is a yoga teacher she was the one that said if you're going to do anything you need to just go lay still and meditate. Uh, the next thing is movement. I think a lot of women with chronic illness stop moving because they're in so much pain and I can totally relate to that. It's horrible when everything just hurts your muscles, your bones, but no movement is far worse than a little bit of movement. So 
I think it's so important to find your happy medium. I definitely don't exercise the way I did in my 20s. And I think you need to have a look at how much you're exercising, whether you're over-exercising, whether you're under-exercising, because it is really easy, especially with over-exercising, to inflame your body. And people don't realize that it can cause some negative effects by over-exercising and putting your body under so much pressure. It's still a type of pressure you're putting your body under. And I guess that's where my love for Pilates started. Um, It definitely was one of those things that helped with my healing and helped me move again. Um, And I love the place where I work right now. And that's why I became an instructor. The other thing is support. Whenever you're in a stressful situation, whether it's a stressful situation at work or with your health, you need people and you need support. And I'll forever be grateful to my mom and all my close friends who stuck by me when I was really feeling pretty ordinary and being sick is all I could talk about because my main focus was trying to get better. Um So I think we underestimate how much listening to someone and being there for them impacts their life. The next thing is food. So food is a massive factor. And I think when you're in that inflamed state, the least thing that you should be doing is popping more food that aren't serving your body into your body. So I definitely cut out sugar, alcohol, um, and a lot of processed foods. I'm not telling you to do that. I think I went to a presentation recently and they said, if you're eating really, really well, like 85% of the time, you're doing super well. But I think when you're going through these chronic illnesses, you need to be able to give the good stuff up. Um, and really fuel your body with the stuff that serves your body and is going to help it recover. So, That is it for this episode. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, life is for living, not for stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to Be Stressed.